0: Thanks for tuning into the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Flora. Today, we'd like to welcome Joseph Cabasso, the president of sales at Mario Badescu and one of the owners of the brand. Joseph, thanks for being here.
1: Nice to meet you too. Thank you for having me on.
0: So Joseph, on this podcast, we always like to start by going all the way back to the beginning of a brand. Your family has owned Mario Badescu for decades now, but you aren't actually related to Mario Badescu himself, correct? What can you tell us about him?
1: So Mario Badescu was actually a, a real person. He came from Romania back in, I think, the early 60s. He was a chemist and a aesthetician. He arrived in, in New York and um, started you know, giving facials and making his own products, where we are actually now on 52nd Street between first and second. That's our flagship salon. Um, he was upstairs, you know, it's a it's a actually a residential building where he's at. And he started making his products because he was a chemist, um, in his two-bedroom apartment in New York City, on top of our salon now. Um, and he started giving facials. He he was an aesthetician, and he started getting like a, you know, a upper scale following of like Upper East Side people in New York City. And that turned into, I guess, word of mouth. And, you know, celebrities started coming in and and following him. And he continued making this like a a line of, of products. And probably at the time he had, I would, say maybe 150 products that that he created anywhere from moisturizers toners cleansers um you name it he 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 had it um you know i love to point out this products so many most of our products in the line that are that are still there that are still popular you know you take a a drawing lotion you know he made it i believe in the 70s uh facial spray which is which is also a hot item Um, I believe he made it also in in the seventies or eighties, um, facial sprays very big now and setting sprays, but you know, he had this, this crazy vision of all these products, um, collagen moisturizer, hyaluronic eye cream, hyaluronic moisturizer, ceramide moisturizer, ceramide eye cream. And, you know, they're, they're hot now, but this is a guy that came out with this stuff, you know, such a long time ago, like way before his time's um in 83 unfortunately he he passed away and my father bought the company in 85 um it was still a very small you know salon still um and we were still doing everything he was doing i wasn't in the business at the time i entered the business in 1996 in 96 we we me and my brother came in there in 96, 97. Um, and we expanded the salon a little more. We we took the whole first floor where, where we are today. We grew it into a 36-room salon. Um, and we moved the manufacturing into the basement of the of the building that we are in now. Um, and we continued making the products. We weren't in any retail accounts. Our first retail account when we went in, we said, okay, let's, let's grow it a little more into retail. You know, there's definitely more things going on out there. You know, let's not just sell the products in the salon. And Henry Bendel's was our first account, I I believe in 98. So, and Henry Bendel's was like the, it place back then. And if you were in there, um, you were something. And I believe it was us and Mac at the time started, um, you know, they gave Mac a huge counter. They gave us a, a nice big counter. Um, I actually worked the the, the counter, and I, I was there every day. It was like my my baby. And you know, I was very very hands on. You know, so if you and Henry Bendel's other retailers, looked and saw you there, and Nordstrom contacted us, uh, I believe around six months later, and we we went into Nordstrom, and we continued you know, making the products in the basement. um, It was a little tight down there. Martha Stewart, after that, um, came to us and approached us. And she was a customer in her modeling career in the 70s. And she's still today, one of our customers. And she came to us and said, you know, I would like for you guys to, you know, partner up with us. And and I I love your products. I want to make, I want to label my products with my name and your name and I want to be on Martha by mail. You know, back then internet was not really a thing. And I said, okay, you know, we'll 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 do it. We'll we'll make these nice, beautiful labels how you want it, and we'll put your favorite products and put your labels on your favorite products. And you know, I thought it was like this little small thing she's going to do. And she gave me this huge order, and I'm like, how are we going to pack this order? Like, what are we going to do? Like there's no, we don't have the capacity and, uh, we filled our order. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, I used to pack it with my mom, you know, we were a little mom and pop shop, you know, we, we, I used to pack it on, on Sundays with her when, you know, we weren't busy and, you know, we shipped the order and it was this huge order and we are like, wow, you know, what do you know, it was amazing. And we, we sold out right away. Um, and that really put us, really on the map you know the the love she has today for us still um is 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 amazing um and we grew we we grew from from that we grew from Henry Bennells and Nordstrom was those were our first um Ulta came into play I believe they had like 70 stores um and we needed to move out of the base and we did move out of the base and we don't make the We do not make the products in the basement anymore. Um, We moved to Long Island City and then we moved to Edison, New Jersey, where we make every single thing um, by hand. Um, You know, we, whatever we come out with, we really, we invest a lot of time into it, meaning, you know, the girls in the office, the field team we have around the United States in different cities. Um, the estheticians that are in the salon today, we, you know, we test it, we use it, we let them use it. We, if it's too dry, we'll, we'll, we'll switch it around and whatever, if someone breaks out, like we really invest a lot into it and we put a lot of care into it. Um, my father is still active in the business. He's, he's around, he's in his eighties. Um, and it's me and my, my two brothers and. His grandchildren are are still are, are very active in the business. And we are a family business of, of three generations. Um and also our our customer, our customer base is like I said, you could take, you know, Martha Stewart's mom introduced her to Mary Obadescu, and Martha Stewart introduced her daughter Alexa into Mary Obadescu, and then Alexa's daughters introduced her kids into Mary Badescu. So like we really stay, we're a family business. We we stay in people's medicine cabinets uh, for forever. You know, uh, I always run into people and they ask me what I do. And I'm like, uh, I do skincare, you know, well, what skincare? I'm like, Mario Badescu. Like, oh my God, I've been using that. They saved my life with with the drying lotion. I always put it on my pimple. And, you know, I, I always hear these stories and it's just, it's it's great to hear what we what we could do uh for people's skin i know i'm i went on a lot but you know it's definitely a a history story you know we've been in business for 56 years now and um you know i, I it's unique i i love to tell over the story people don't know who we are you know people think we're this big you know giant conglomerate and we're not we're just reg- regular simple uh people a family business, and you know that's who we are. You know, I love to tell people who we are. You know, we, how much we we care about the business, how much we care about the products. Um, you know, where we're involved from A to Z in the business.
0: And did you always think you would go into the family business?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I didn't. I didn't know much about skincare, but um, I, I learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot. I saw a lot of things in the industry. I see a lot of things in the industry today. Um, You know, so I was really there from, from the start.
0: And let's talk about the Hero products and the history of those. You mentioned the drying lotion, which has kind of evolved throughout the years in terms of the celebrities that have been promoting it. Kylie Jenner was big on it. So... What's the story of that? Was Mario Badescu always associated with acne care? And how did that product kind of blow up to become what it became?
1: So uh, drying lotion was definitely, we're very involved. We're very good with with acne, Um, treating people's skins, coming in for a facial, really giving a good facial, um, cleaning the people's skin and we have tons of acne products and and also anti aging and so many different products for all different skin types. Drawing lotion was definitely something that made us big um I think everybody has one of them or has used it um in their household um that definitely put us on the map um I know you mentioned a lot of celebrities name that 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 has used it um. All organic. I, I like to say it's organic. We've never, you know, paid a you know, a jenner. We've never, you know, we we don't do that. We really, it was all out of love for the product. Um, I think that's what makes us unique. We we don't pay uh celebrities or influencers to promote our products. They talk about our products a lot, um, just really because I think they just really love the product. They I think they like who we are as a people, as a person. They know we're a family business. Um, they really love our products. And and you know, I like to say that because, you know, I like when people talk about it out of their heart and really the love for for their product. And and it really it means it shows a lot for us as a company that these people are are not a paid, you know, partnership and they're really talking about it because they really believe in the product and the and the product works.
0: And what's your best-selling product right now?
1: Definitely. Um, drying lotion and facial spray is is definitely one of the best. Our new vitamin C cream is is very hot right now. Um, it's something that I I worked on with, you know, the girls in the office and my field team and the aestheticians. And we definitely put a lot of a lot of time. Mm-hmm. A lot of time into it.
0: Yeah. And talk more about Martha Stewart because that's such an interesting history that you have with her going all the way back. And now she's become this kind of cultural icon again with Gen Z. What have you been seeing with working with her? Have you been doing more with her again, or how has that relationship evolved?
1: We're we, we always in contact with her. You know, she visits the salon religiously once a month, really, really once a month. It's like her, her go-to place. You know, we've worked with her on, on QVC. You know, we honored her in the uh, Plaza Hotel around a few months ago, um, you know, as as our longest customer, our most loyal customer, someone that really always had our back, never asked us for a dollar like she really her relationship with my my father and the bond that she had has with my father still today is is amazing um it's really the connection we have with her is you know she just really loves us and you know she always she really always talks about us uh not paid just again really just the love she has for us
0: and it seems like she's going viral every few months these days for her photos looking so good on Instagram.
1: She uses our products. Our, she always posts her medicine cabinets cabinets of our products. Um, we're always shipping products to her, whatever she wants. Um, um, and she just, she definitely, she looks good. And she has never, I, I, I believe, have has never had work. She just really has been taking care of her skin. Um, since she's in her 20s. And she's been taking facials for over 40 years once a month. Um, our facials are not expensive. I think we're probably the cheapest in the market. You know, they're $65 facials um, that we do. And it's we don't really use machines. The only thing we use is steam and extraction. And we use our products on, you know, the client when they're taking a facial.
0: So tell me about the top age group that you have for customers these days, because you said the acne products are so big. That would obviously be typically thought of to be the, a teen category. So what what are you seeing with um age demographics?
1: So our like I we almost have two hundred products right now in our age in in our line. Um, we have anything from acne to dry to oily to combination skin to anti-aging. Um, so our our range of products are. You, you I, I see eleven or twelve year olds talking about our facial sprays on on TikTok. So like our age group is from like twelve to you know eighty year old woman um, that that use our products, um, and we like to really stay with that client from when they were a teen to, you know, I know people from when they were a teen and they walk over to me and say, my mom brought me into the salon and they're 60 years old now. And they've been using the products for, you know, 40 years. And, you know, I I know a lot of people that come to me and, and, and say that. So our age group is, is such a wide range of, of age.
0: And what about retail channels? What are your top retail channels right now? Is it wholesale? What percent of your sales come from wholesale these days?
1: Our top retail, like I said, you know, Ulta, we started with, they had 70 stores. Um, They have 1,300 plus stores right now. Um, Sephora is a very big, a great partner of ours. Um, Macy's, I mean, we're in almost every retailer. Bloomingdale's, Saks. Um, we're worldwide now, um, in, in almost every country right now.
0: And you've been in Urban Outfitters for a while too. What impact has that had with reaching a younger audience?
1: Huge impact. Very huge. Um, i run into a lot of people and, you know, they're like, oh my God, I saw you in, in Urban Outfitters. Um, definitely a great retailer great partnership um definitely helped our name and our our company out a lot you know it was uh it was a great move to be in there and you know we were one of the first beauty companies to to be in there we've been in there i i believe for almost or over 10 years
0: yeah you were in there early before they really got big on beauty right
1: yes yes we we were the only skincare company in in urban outfitters. And it definitely, you know, gave us access to a lot of Gen Z's and, and younger people. You know, I, I remember, you know, Visco girls, we were like the number one, I don't know if you remember that, but Visco girls were like the hottest thing. And, you know, all they did was talk about us because we were that brand from, you know, Visco was like, oh, they used to speak about like stuff that was from the eighties. Um, and you know, that was also another thing that 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 got us hot back then a few years ago.
0: Yeah, totally. Whatever happened to Visco, it's so interesting to see what I happens to these social platforms.
1: It was definitely great for our reach of uh of young younger demographics for sure. Um, you know, and I'm sure those people that were that we five years ago when Visco was hot, I'm sure they were like 12 and now they're 17, 18 and and using our products when you're saying the gen z world um i i think we we have a, a very good connection to them um because we are a a prestige brand with a with a lower price point so how they they picked it up in in urban you know they were take, picking up a uh, $7 facial sprays, you know we're probably the only company that's a prestige brand that makes a $7 facial spray or a $12 cleanser or a you know, a $18 moisturizer or the drying, lo- drying lotion for $17. We we try to make our products very affordable. Um, companies are making price increases. Um, we haven't. We're we're really trying with this economy what's going on, we're really trying to keep that customer. We're trying to make it affordable. you know, I don't know many brands that have prestiged that you could get a uh a full line for a full regimen for under a hundred dollars. Um, we do that for a very big reason of, we don't want them to just buy one cream for $80. We want them to buy multiple products. We want them to really say, Oh, okay. I love this drying lotion. It's $17. Let me see what else. Okay. A cleanser for $12, a facial spray for seven, you know, an eye cream for 18, you know, let me, you know, let me get more, you know. So that's why we really keep our prices low. And, you know, we say our our line is always good skincare for affordable pricing.
0: Yeah, we've seen so many brands announce price increases. Are you seeing the kind of things that other brands are seeing that's making them raise prices?
1: I'm seeing a lot. You know, we we have increases from our supplies of 50% plus of. Of, of, increasing shipping, um, increasing. Um, but you know, there's brands there that are selling the creams for $80 or a hundred dollars is, I, I don't feel it's necessary to increase it. Uh, they're making a fortune on it. I, I believe where everyone puts similar stuff in their products and, um, there's no re you know, we're not out to make a killing on a product without to really give the customer multiple products for 80 or 100. Um you know, we want them to use multiple. We're not here to like I said sell a $100 cream and you know, really not be fair to the customer. We really want to be fair to the customer.
0: And tell me about adapting to new social platforms. You mentioned the Visco era. Now we're in the TikTok era. What have you seen with TikTok and do you do marketing on TikTok?
1: We, we don't do marketing on TikTok. We, like I said, everything is, is organic. Um, whatever is, is done on TikTok and spoken about us or posted it's, they might've ran into a retailer and they picked up us or word of mouth. Someone told them about it and they tried it and they loved it and, and, and they posted it, you know? So, and we get a lot of that. We definitely get a lot of that which is, which is, which is great. And again, we're, we're real people. Um, we, we want to be real and we want to be honest to the customer of meaning we want the influencers to talk about it because they really like the product, not that they're, they're getting paid for it. Um, so that's what we, 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 we try to do.
0: So do you do any influencer marketing?
1: We we don't. We like I said, you know, we'll bring influencers in to our place in Edison. Um, We want them to see what we do, how we make the products. We like for them to sit with my father, give them a a history. They'll sit with me. I'll give them a little history about the the brand and how we are and and show them exactly how we make everything um, ourselves. That's really the farthest we go with with the influencers um to try to connect with them and you know show them who we are. And if you are interested and like it, you know, they'll you'll post us and 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 talk about us.
0: Yeah. And one thing we've noticed with TikTok has been this kind of trend that we call skincare cancel culture, right? Where an influencer will criticize a brand and then it kind of takes off like wildfire and we talked to Thayer's recently and a Thayer's executive said that they actually saw a really big hit to sales when a certain influencer Hiram basically um when a certain influencer came out and criticized the brand and then they had to spend a lot of marketing to have kind of a comeback like have you seen any of that with Mario Badescu
1: I've 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 seen that and I've seen influencers knock our brands and the next day they're coming out with their own brand. And um it wasn't fair to Thayer's, it wasn't fair to us. Um it, it happened with multiple influencers. I, I hate to say names and I, I won't say names uh live, but it's it's pretty disgusting what what people do. These are not chemists, these are not aestheticians, these are not doctors that are that are talking about their brand um they really don't know much they really don't know much of what they're what they're talking about and um you know you you could destroy people like that and and it's 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 unfair to all these brands that these these people if they have a thought in their brain they're just going to blurt it out and try to destroy you know destroy us and you know come meet me I'm I'm a nice guy and my father's a nice guy and my, my nephews are are nice people and my kids are nice people. Uh, hopefully they'll be in the business. And, you know, you're not only destroying a company, you're destroying, you know, a family and it's, it's, it's hurtful, but I just keep on, on, on going and, you know, you know, I, things just pass and, you know, I think people see true colors of these people knocking brands and then they're in Ulta next minute and in Sephora next minute and they're in there for a year and two and that's it. They, they, they exit. And, um, you know, people catch on and I think people know the truth and, and they see the truth at the end. So I, I, I don't, I don't get bothered by it. I, I don't, I don't let it affect me.
0: Did you also see any direct impact on sales from TikTok comments or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Yes, of course. It, it definitely people have um, have hurt us, but we just be true to ourselves, and you know, we're we're loved either way. Um, people love us, and that love overcomes all that negative um, nonsense and lies.
0: When something like that happens, do you take a proactive marketing strategy with it and respond directly? Or how do you respond to that?
1: You know, I never feed into negativity. It's one thing I I, I learned in life is never feed into negative negativity, just move on. And, you know, that's what we did. And, uh, you know, here we are, you know, retailers are still calling us and, influencers are, are still calling us and influencers and celebrities still love us um you know so i don't let these people um i don't let these people get to me you know they'll they'll they'll, they'll get what they deserve of of knocking uh brands like us
0: and talk to us about product evolution for example, I saw you recently came out with Zit Stickers. We're kind of in this Zit Sticker era now. You're obviously known for being one of the top brands for acne spot treatment. How do you spot new trends and how fast is your cadence of the product pipeline?
1: Um, You know, we, we see different trends in the market. Um, But again, we have 200 products like all these trends. We've had these trends since the 70s and and 80s, you know, peptides, ceramide, hyaluronic, um, all these different names. We have them. Um, We've been having them in the line, you know, Mario Badescu made it. Um, So, you know, these trends that are people that are we just, try to push it and try to make people say hey we we try to like say okay we've been we have ceramides we have peptides you know we have hyaluronic it might be hot now but we've Mary bless you had this vision such a long time ago we have it will will just like you know go on instagram a little more and and tiktok and and show that that we have these these products you know forever
0: what what is your top social platform right now Um, I
1: would say Instagram, Um, TikTok, we're trying to, you know, grow now. Um, You know, TikTok is definitely hot.
0: And what's the role of the physical spa locations these days? You've talked about how important that was to the start of the brand. Now you're in so many retailers. Is it important to have your own physical space and be doing these treatments as well?
1: Of course. Um, we're a 36 room salon in New York city. Um, we have 14 facialists there. Um, we are pretty booked up. It's, it's not easy to, to get a facial. Um, we like to touch people's skin. We like to really work on people's skin. Uh, it's very important to us. Not many, uh, brands, not really, I don't know, I would say 10% maybe have a salon. Um, we like to really work on people's skin and and you know these these aestheticians, some of them have been there 30, 40 years. They're still with us. The input that they they give us um on our products and how they are, and when we launch new products, we 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 ask the aestheticians and you know they really know skin. Um it's it's very important that we know what's, what works on people's skin. And it's, it's, it's something different. We, we'd love to bring, you know, influencers and celebrities into the the salon. So they really, get a, a real feeling of what we do with, with skin. And, you know, it's been there since the sixties. It's, it's our flagship. It's, it's important, you know, hopefully one day that would be our next thing we would do is, is open up salons, around the U.S. and and worldwide, it's definitely uh, a hard business. We're very careful of what we do in, in the salon.
0: Yeah, to wrap up, I wanted to talk about plans for the future. So yeah, tell me about distribution and plans for expansion. Do you have anything on the radar in terms of new spas, distribution, new retail partners, anything like that?
1: I mean, new retail partners, you know we we like to take it slow. Um, we don't like to, you know, retailers do contact us a lot. Um, we don't like to like blow us out of the water. we We like to be really a little low key with 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 our brand. Um we don't like to go in that many places. You know, we we built slowly and and that's how we continue to build slowly. Um, salons is, is definitely a a dream, uh, something that I would, I would love to bring because, you know, we have people coming in from every state when they're in New York city, coming into the salon. We have people coming from different countries coming into the salon when they're visiting New York, um, and they love it. Um, and we, we would love to, you know, expand, um, like that.
0: And what about the top skincare concerns on your radar? Will you be focusing on marketing around acne or are you planning on marketing around a range of skincare concerns in the coming year? What's your top focus?
1: Definitely acne, because that's the start of a of when you're a child um is, is huge um for us. You know, I I love like I love this, you know, when I, when I see somebody, I, you know, I have kids, uh, my oldest kid is 19. Um, you know, they, they might come out with the mouse and and some of them have bad acne and I'm like, you got to take an acne facial cleanser and drying lotion. And, you know, I, I like, I care, like I, I want to, I know what it is. You know, I, I see what it is and, you know, I, I don't like when, you know, teenagers walk around with, with bad acne, um, you know, so I, I, I care a lot um, for acne, you know, is, is definitely a, a, a priority for me uh, of clearing up people's skin. Um, and then, you know, take people like, like me, you know, in their 40s. Um, I think I have good skin type. I think my skin is good because I've been using it forever. You know, I, I don't think I age bad because I I really use the products religiously since, um, I'm a kid, you know, when my father bought the company in 85, you know, and I, I never stopped. Um, I'm into peptide, uh, super peptide, our vitamin C serum, our vitamin C cream. Um, I'm, I lather on like, like crazy, you know, just so my skin doesn't is, is, is hydrated and, um and moisturized, you know, I just, I I know what it is. So I would say acne and, and aging. So it's really from like, you're a kid to, you know, you're in your sixties and seventies and, and you age properly and your skin looks good. You know, I, I see, I went through it since I'm a kid. And now like, you know, I, I, I wish everybody does that, you know, they would, they would look good. I see people look around like, I never put on a cream in their life and their skin really doesn't look good. It doesn't look healthy. So, you know, I, I know the result when you, when you use products. Definitely our products. Um, you know, I use our products every single day.
0: And just a final question for today. You have such an extensive collection of products. Is there anything in the pipeline? Are you planning on continuing to launch? What are you thinking for the next year?
1: Um, we don't love to launch too much products. You know, we we like to launch one or two products a year. We don't like to confuse the product, uh, confuse the consumer with too many products. And oh, this is hot today, and and dump a ton of money into it. We 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 like to really stay true to what. Mario Badescu made and, and you know what he came up with yes we tweaked the formulas yes there is uh ingredients that are that come out that definitely help the skin and yes we're going to come out and focus on on that and you know but we're not just snapping our fingers and coming up with like like I mentioned vitamin C cream it's my baby it, it took us uh, uh, over a year to come out with it we've changed that formula I would say 50 times till we got it right. Um we looked at other brands of what they what they have and what could we do better with that with that vitamin C cream that another company has. Oh that company dries them out a little too much. Let's do something different and you know we 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 look and we we try and over and over until we get it right. You know we're running the ship, you know we we're, we're involved every single day. Um you know girls that celta ulta or sephora you know that are in the office are are trying it and you know they're taking it home and i'll take it home to my wife and i'll say uh what do you think about it it's too dry it it breaks me out so like really like we put so much into it we put so much effort and, and and care into to what we come out with and we're very careful what we come out with
0: Well, Joseph, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and share the whole story of the brand. We look forward to seeing what you have in store for the future.
1: For the future, I would love to be on Glossy 50. I I look at it always and I'm like, hello, where's me or my father? You know, that's something that is definitely a dream. I don't know.
0: All right. Noted. We start looking at that around the fall. So it's great to get the name in early.
1: But we maybe we could maybe we could speak
0: again. OK, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll talk closer to the fall. But yeah, thank you so much for taking the time um, and no definitely problem. keep us posted on what's in store.
1: We will for sure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning into the Glossy Beauty podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. See you next week.